Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. Today on the Ether, the Evmos community call. Let's take a listen. Hey, how's it going? Can you guys hear me? Please uh, react if you can hear me well. Awesome. It's Federico here. I'm joining today from the main Evmos account. Um, our community members are having fun in East Denver and uh, working on reaching out to all the developers in joining the Evmos ecosystem. So um, I know that the team was very active in this past uh, week, um, mostly in terms of governance updates, there's like Orville Apes uh, community index, uh, coming alongside and voting. Uh, we have some updates today when it comes to like Pangolin launch and um, also upcoming upgrades. Um, we're gonna give a few more minutes for people to join, but yeah, um, yes. Any, we don't have any invite. Um, any members of the community that are joining today, but if Orville Apes later uh, wants to give a brief update on what's going on with their proposal, which let me check, I think it's passing without quorum. No, actually current status is rejected because of lack of quorum, but been up for less than a day. Awesome. Um, we can, I guess we can start today while um, we wait for more people to join. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, everyone. It's Federico, um, the co founder of Edmos and main contributor of the Edmos community. Today, I'm replacing some of our beloved community members in, uh, in this community call given that uh, most of them are participating in East Denver. Um, and for the ones that don't know, uh, Evmos is participating in numerous conferences, uh, including the Interop Summer um, organized by Axlar, where uh, Akash was also talking yesterday and uh, participating also in a forum. Um, I'm sure they, they and uh, yeah, the um, if you are at Denver at East Denver, feel free to reach out to the rest of the team because uh, we'll be there uh, with Liam from the business development team, the community team, as I mentioned before, 
the developer relations team, and we also have some engineers that uh, were part of the hackathon. So Tricky is also here, um, who is also going to be joining us uh, in, later this week um, from East Denver. So excited for the, the agenda today. As I mentioned, uh, today we're going to be covering uh, the Pangolin launch that happened uh, in, during the last past two weeks. Um, also, we have some updates in terms of governance when it comes to the Orville Apes community decks that is now onboarding. And this will be also a Uni V3 fork of, um, yeah, a fork of Uni V3 that is uh, it's on the way. And uh, the Orville Apes team is currently working on uh, this implementation. Um, we also have some discussion about the uh, CMS work stream, and we also have some dashboard upgrades when it comes to uh, the brand dashboard that we implemented the single token representation, which aims to provide a bit more of uh, like uh, aims to provide better user experience for the users that are interacting with tokens that are have different representations that are either IVC tokens or ERC20 tokens, and also um, how to manage those tokens from a user, uh, user experience perspective. Um, we're also going to be talking about the upcoming V12 upgrade and what it entails and what uh, the timelines for that upgrade, uh, which is uh, going to be released on testnet uh, next week and on mainnet uh, in two weeks time. And that will contain a bunch of updates there and uh, some major, major changes when it comes to uh, the Envos code base um, and how we are doing testing, etc. So we're going to be covering today, we can start with the uh, Pangolin launch. So yeah, for the ones that don't know, Pangolin, um launch and on February 21st and was able to deploy their um application and you can go to Pangolin Dex and uh which is one of the main main blue chip dexes on the Avalanche ecosystem and they also serve at different EVM chains and they um as I mentioned they did the official launch on Evmos on February 22nd um so this is one of the most reputable dexes as i said on avalanche and is open to expand their user base into the cosmos ecosystem especially into evmos and uh it's a bit big boat of confidence into what pangling aims to do when it comes to like going um cross chain and deploying on Evmos and then tapping into all the liquidity from the Cosmos ecosystem and accessing all the user base from Evmos by, by giving them access to IVC and the IVC ecosystem of tokens. So big, big um, announcement from Pangolin. I know that they have additional updates when, when it comes to adding uh, new 
ERC20 tokens, new IVC tokens uh, from the rest of the Evmos uh, and also from the rest of the IVC ecosystem. Once we, um, now that we have like the automatic coin conversion, it's easier for users to just uh, integrate and transfer tokens from other chains into Evmos and then automatically use those tokens as ERC20 tokens. So they can be used on Pangolin and other uh, projects in the ecosystem, including Spacefy, Orbital Apes, Hi Guys. Um, and then, um, yeah, is easily interact with the blockchain. Uh, Pangolin Index is also going to be updating some uh, graph nodes in the future, and uh, but uh, there hasn't been an announce announcement yet when it comes to that. And hopefully it's also gonna be one of the main users of the EVM extensions, which will allow um, seamless interoperability and seamless user experience for the users of Pangolin and uh, also the um, DEXs that are planning to come along uh, and deploy on Evmos. The Orville Aves team as well, the, there was like a lot of discussion discussion when it comes to like Unis, Uniswap B3 deployment and um, ended up the result resulting in a, a discussion on, um, on Commonwealth about what was the best path to deploy Uniswap B3. Um, the initially was the Ichi team that was requesting um, a grant from the Evmos community in order to have uh, Evmos tokens be deployed on the Ichi vault and also kickstart the process for an official Uniswap B3 deployment. Uh, the Orville Apes team um, decided also to themselves build a Uniswap B3, um, yeah, I, a uni v3 proposal when it comes to like building a community on dex which will be in this case the Aurel ape team and um i'm gonna invite the official Aurel ape team to explain a little bit about what this proposal means and why is it relevant to the um Evmos community hi guys how's it going hey fede how are you uh, you mind if I take the stage a second to explain the proposal? Of course. So this is a partnership between Orville Lapes and the FMOS DAO team. Uh, we're aiming to build a community-owned UniV3 DEX deployment. So as longtime users and builders on this app, we identified the need for something that will incentivize people to to bring their tokens to FMOS uh, and build a DEX that is more geared towards LSDs, which is a big movement in the Cosmos ecosystem overall. So through this deployment, we're going to be able to provide people with much better uh, incentives for LPs and be able to attract TVL, which is going to be the base for any uh, future DeFi projects. So the way we see it is we wanted to do this uh, with FMOS teams because this enables us to to work for what the chain actually needs. We can work from experience. We know that Kepler is a big need. We know how important IVC is for uh, DEX in FMOS and in Cosmos overall. So we're going to work towards achieving everything that FMOS needs. 
So as Orbital Apes, where the developers were going to be handling the front end and the deployment of the contracts for a Univ3 fork, which is going to be released as soon as the um, Univ3 license expires. And FMOSDAO is going to be the main uh, phase with the public. Like They're going to negotiate for incentives. They're in constant uh, contact with other communities. So bringing these two teams together is the optimal solution for us. This is why we decided to come out with these decks by ourselves. And the goal is for this to be community-owned, so we're not going to do a token. There's not going to be fees initially in the decks. All of this to promote usage and to prevent... Like We didn't want to do a governance token because we don't want holders of a token that might fluctuate according to the market. So we just want a proper solution for liquidity and to kickstart DeFi in FMOS. And the proposal is currently live, so we invite people to vote. We currently have a passing uh, vote, but we need more quorum. So we invite you to check out the Commonwealth discussion and the proposal. Yeah, for the ones that are here in the audience, the proposal is number 128. Uh, title is Build a Community on Dex Unity 3 by the FMOS DAO. The um, Evmosau is a uh, proposer, and together with the Oral Apes team, are creating this proposal. Um, it's interesting to see here, like on the uh, benefits and like what what the important parts of the milestone is that you are also dealing with. You're also like integrating Kepler. You are integrating um, very custom uh, like custom functionality that is also targeting like uh, an audience of Cosmos users. Um, do you, you want to like elaborate on, on what these functionalities are and, and like, how interoperable with IVC these this decks would be? Yeah, so like a normal Univ3 deployment would just be a fork of the contracts and that's it. So. We decided to go one step further because we know that FMOS has some specific needs like IBC, an IBC conversion page integration and Kepler integration. So the fact that we're dealing with these, like with MetaMask and Kepler every day, gives us an incentive to create these features because we know that's precisely what you need. In some other past DEXs in FMOS itself, you can really operate with the full extent of functionality that FMOS gives you. So we're aiming to pretty much capture all of that and build a more powerful DEX than what's currently offered. And since FMOS is a new concept, all their IBC integration is new. There's nothing really out in the market. So we're going to pioneer this in that aspect. That's why we wanted to deploy our own DEX, because we know the needs of FMOS and we can provide it for the chain. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so for the ones that want to um read the full proposal it's available on commonwealth on you can also check the proposal 128 which is currently on voting period um yeah um any final remarks or comments from the overall apes team to the rest of the community and no other comments just i'm gonna be here this community call if anybody has any questions i can answer it for them or explain any part that's not clear in the proposal. So I'll be here in case anybody has something. And thank you for letting us speak, Fede. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah.
We'll be taking uh, feedback from the community and, and questions from the community at the end of the um, at the end of the call. Then coming up next is a current discussion from um, the Evmos DAO team um, to formalize the and fund the community moderators and support support work stream. Um, Evmos DAO, would you like to come on stage and talk about what this proposal is and can I give a quick summary of like the work stream, the work that the Evmos community members have been doing so far and and so on? And let's wait for the Evmos DAO to join. Might not be available to talk at this point in time, but anyways, the this um I can talk a little bit about the proposal. Um, I'm sure uh, the Evmos DAO team will have an opportunity to talk about this on the governance call that happens on, I think, every second Thursday. So um, yeah, these uh, the summary is like the that the community moderator and support workstream that has been working together with the Atmos community. They uh, run different social channels uh, together with the Discord, Telegram, um, Reddit, etc. So they're formally requesting like funding for the services. And uh, here on Commonwealth, you can see that um, in this discussion that um, they're introducing themselves, they, the services, the, the the duties that all these, um, yeah, LPX, um, joining with his account. Um, yeah, but explain the duties and that are fully ongoing and planning and how they would plan to um, expand these uh, projects and initiatives and overall like how the, the work stream is managed. Uh, LPX, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you guys hear me okay? Yep. Uh, yeah, so um, the proposal for the community mod and, um, you know, support team, um, I think uh, it goes without saying that, you know, for the past almost year, um, they've been doing an excellent job um, handling anything from, you know, new uh, users with questions to dealing with FUD um all kinds of things and um, their jobs are definitely not easy and um so pretty much uh this uh, proposal would formalize their work stream so that they are uh, funded and operating through the DAO instead of um you know instead of the core team um which brings a lot of benefits which i won't go into uh to detail right now, uh, maybe at the end, if someone has questions, I can go deeper into it. But this is a proposal that's been, you know, a long time in the making, and we're hopefully, um, you know, if it passes, you know, we're excited to have them on board as a second work stream of the DAO. Awesome, and um, yeah, when when are you guys planning on? Um... Launching these on chain. 
I believe the plan is either um, tonight or tomorrow. Um, I think that's what. Let me double check on that, but very soon. There's also the um, some updates from your side. I, I saw that you were hiring for, um, for different positions. You want to spend some time, like maybe explaining on 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 these positions, what these positions are, and how you want to um, find the, the DAO team to take on different responsibilities. Sure. So um, right now, the governance work stream is pretty much uh, three people. And, um, you know, we have all like all kinds of duties that ranges from, you know, let's just say it ranges a lot. Um, so right now, we're um, looking for people that are really uh, enthusiastic about governance and people that are knowledgeable in governance, especially at most uh, at most governance um, to pretty much um, assist us and, you know, all these uh, different, you know, tasks that we're um, handed to. Um, there's more details in the link, but pretty much um, if you like governance and if you want to get more involved with the DAO or the community, um, I highly uh, suggest um, or recommend that you uh, submit this form, which is like um, you're just signaling your uh, your intent of uh, interest, I guess. And so far, we have about 40 submissions. And in the end, um, we'll be going through all of them. And hopefully, um, yeah, hopefully uh, we'll be able to expand the governance team. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, um, the proposal will be going live on chain soon. And for the ones that want to double check the discussion, please uh, check out Commonwealth where you will see like all the comments and, and the full length of the proposal, which is, I must say, like really well made, um, covers a lot of angles and like introduce, introducing the, the, the entire team talking about the responsibilities, talking about like current rates and how the uh, management structure works at the moment and also what the initiatives and plan initiatives are. So for everyone in the community that um, plans on voting on that, I highly suggesting, uh, it's highly suggested to take a look at that Commonwealth discussion to get a full context on, on this proposal and also check out the, um, Dispose if you're interested in, in joining the Edmos DAO team to work on some Edmos community governance. Thank you, OPEC. And no problem. Uh, last but not least, um, we are going to be talking now about some um, updates on the core engineering team. Um, really excited uh, to share some updates with you of what the upcoming V12. Um, upgrade would look like from a technical point of view. Um, so I would say the main main uh, change in this release is the, full, the migration of all the Ethermin components into the Atmos repository. Um, so, so for context, uh, Atmos 
team maintains some of the the Ethermin uh, library. That um, recently we also announced the Evmos SDK, which is going to be like the next iteration of Ethermin, um, and which is going to become like Ethermin uh, with additional modularity, additional customization, and also a way uh, for teams to align on. On with the Evmos team uh, if they use uh, this software. So in the meantime, we also have some uh, on the manifesto. We also announced some of the functionality that is called the Evmos extensions or uh, pre-compiled contracts on Evmos. And um, given the constraints of Ethermin, because like everything needs to be built modularly, um, uh, we decided to first migrate some of the components to Ethermint so that we can support some of these uh, pre-compile extensions functionality. Um, and that would allow the Evmos core team to iterate faster and to move faster in terms of like building these uh, extensions, uh, um, auditing these extensions and in general, in general um, shipping those extensions faster to our end users and developers. Um, so in order to do this, we decided to migrate uh, the components from the Ethermin library to Evmos so that we can leverage that engineering velocity. Um, together with this, we, we are introducing what we call internally fee subscription, uh, but internal, but in reality, it's a better user experience when it comes to dealing with uh, transaction fees in the specific case where you use all your fees uh, for, or sorry, all your balance on different um, transactions. Or, for example, sometimes some uh, wallets allow you to stake all your tokens, but the problem is that afterwards, when you want to claim those tokens, you sometimes don't really have a balance left to perform the withdraw reward transaction. So that's a very painful user experience when you need to onboard Evmos tokens from Osmosis or from other uh, chain. Um, and then uh, in order to, or send it from, from a send those tokens from a friend to your account on Evmos in order for you to pay for those uh, transaction fees. And so a way to do to to think about this is um, if you if you can think of the staking logic as a subscription service where you say, okay, I'm gonna subscribe to Evmos by staking the Evmos tokens with the different validators that are available and, and, and running their services on Evmos. And in exchange, I'm receiving the, the, the Evmos tokens as part of the, the staking, uh, the, stake, uh, the proof of stake logic. I can technically, even if I don't have tokens that are available on my balance, I can use the unclaimed staking rewards to pay for those transaction fees. So this fee subscription logic that we call it internally allows for, in the case when the user doesn't have balance to pay for the transaction fees, use the unclaimed staking rewards for those tokens. And this will alleviate a lot of user experience and problems for specifically for those users that I mentioned, sometimes stay their entire amount 
without checking that they have some some uh, dust left for the transaction piece. So now you can max out on the delegation without um, without having to worry about keeping some left for the transaction fees. This is gonna be uh, launching as part of this upcoming um, upcoming release. Um, there's also um, the, uh, more changes on EIP 712, um, which will bring it closer to feature parity with how Cosmos transactions in general work. So this is adding full support for multisig, uh, for multi-sig signing and also for multi-message transactions on um, on uh, on Evmo. So previously, you could also you could only have uh, multi-message transactions. So, for example, if you wanted to delegate or or redelegate or claim rewards in a in a single transaction, you couldn't do that because uh, it was complaining that all the transaction times had to be the same. That is now being fixed now, so you could uh, you could uh, have multi multi message transactions together with these multi signature transactions that are much needed for some members of the community. We're also fixing some of the vesting logic um, that was uh, now calculating the it was locking the account for all the tokens and not for the and, and not only and not for the tokens that were supposed to be locked in this case Evmos tokens and that was feedback that we got from some of the early uh, grants program uh, recipients that uh, transfer some ERC20 tokens to the vesting accounts that were still locked and so they couldn't transfer out those ERC20s afterwards. Um, so yeah, there's like a that's uh, also something that was fixed now. So hopefully that um, that's also going to be included now on the upcoming release, as I mentioned. We're aiming um, next week to release it to the testnet, the public testnet, and the and then in two weeks' time on mainnet. So it's been quite an active uh, first quarter of the year where we had one upgrade in early. January, another upgrade in early February, and now we're releasing again in early March. Um, after this, though, uh, we're not going to have like these like one release per month um, release candidates, but we're going to switch to a two month uh, release uh, candidates where we are going to be because we're doing a lot of exploratory work, research-related work when it comes to like the EVM extensions, the EVMOS SDK. So that is all going to be released in the, in the, in these like two month uh, periods. So the upcoming release after this V12 is going to contain the EVM extensions and is going to be including these uh, IVC transfer ex uh, extension, uh, staking extension, uh, extension to claim your this, uh, staking rewards and maybe maybe other extensions. We're also going to be fixing. Um, we're going to also be allowing some behavior on the uh, IVC. Sorry, 
interchain accounts host functionality that would allow um, interchain accounts managed by other chains to also send Ethereum-related transactions, which is currently unsupported. So that's something that we are going to be adding support in the next upcoming uh, in the next upcoming releases. So a lot, lots of new updates when it comes to like core engineering and and what's coming next. We realize we're we're working on the um, building blocks to enable all these like interchain functionality that made Pangolin and and Aurel Apes and uh, SpaceFi and everyone else that is here that is going to be deploying and leveraging these EVM all these EVM extensions to build all these cross-chain interchain um, use cases. So that's for V12 that is, again, going live on testnet next week. Um, the other and the final um, topic on the agenda is, before we go into the Q&A section, is the uh, single token representation. So on the single token representation, we, um, uh, we recognize that dealing with these different representations for the um for the for the token was a big pain point for a lot of new users so we wanted to to um to improve this user experience by representing the same assets the same underlying assets so when you have, for example, a, a USDC token that has been transferred via Axelar, and when you have an ERC uh, USDC uh, bridge via Gravity or bridge via Seller, it's the underlying same token, but for the end user, it doesn't, it shouldn't really matter where you're bridging the token. You should only care as a user that you have USDC. It's representing in different ways, but for the purpose of transferring the token, the wallet should be the one uh, under the hood um, making like making these transfers so that it chooses either the shortest path to the recipient or the cheapest path in terms of um, transaction fees. So you can actually build like very interesting like routes and IBC routing mechanisms or, or bridge routing mechanism where you start like abstracting all these like user experience logic and, and you turn these like assets into or, or, or these assets page into some sort of like smart wallet. Um, so I think this uh, single token representation is a first step towards dealing with um, this painful user experience of representing all these different tokens in different formats. Um, so yeah, that's a, um, that's the update uh, on the single token representation. And you can group, you can now see and go on app.admos.org to the assets section, and you can see your tokens represented in single assets. Awesome. Um, any anyone? Else? I think we're oh, we we have twenty minutes for Q and A section. 
someone wants to jump in and ask any question to the Evmos main account. I see space five. Hey, can you hear me? You're muted. Um, space five, you want to ask ask any question or? or like... <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah, had had a little bit of issue software wise. Um, no question. I uh, just want to give a very brief update of our first week on mainnet and uh, our proposal 109 is finally doing how much liquidity we're bringing. Um, so after our uh, mainnet launching, as well as the liquidity incentive on the 21st, um, so far we have been raising 1.1 million dollars worth of liquidity for Evmos. Uh, bringing uh, users an APR of 500 to 700%. And uh, <clears throat> we've grown 24 space bases since then. And um, liquidity is flowing in. We're starting with Planet NFT staking and trading on mainnet as well. And we're seeing uh, new creators coming in with uh, space space and social media. So our first week has mainly been a trial run so far, but um, testing the product, a lot of bug fixing, um, getting new new people coming in from um, all sorts of uh, communities, especially from Southeast Asia and East Asia, um, guiding new users into EVM and uh, FMOS uh, as a whole. Uh, pretty good to see uh, liquidity incentive working and to see the burning as well. Uh, we love to see the longevity aspect of it. Um, so considering that this is the first week and this is just trial running, uh, we're excited to see how more cooperation down the line, as well as when people start to get used to all the aspects of SpaceFind FMOS products, um, we would love to see how that works. Awesome, thank you very much. Um, so, Spayfy, um, what's next for the team? Any any alphas? Any any updates for when our users and and your guys as users can expect uh, from from your team from the development or new announcements? Um, so we did mention that we will be um, launching. Uh, STFMOS, uh, we're, we're looking forward to collaborate with Stripe, but we'll just move ahead on listing that. Uh, we would love to bring more liquidity into the ecosystem, not just through the liquidity incentive program alone. And um, we're moving forward, not just with the buck squashing, but also with uh, a little bit of EY tweaking here and there, where we're looking forward to. Um, once the mainline product is online, we would love to improve the user experience for our users. Um, we saw that this has been one of the key points of getting not just FMOS users to be more comfortable with providing liquidity, but also for new users to come in. Um, and we are finally reaching back out to our partners as well as KOLs that we've been talking to, but we're waiting for mainnet to launch. and. Uh, after the first few hectic weeks, we'll be finally launching more community incentives as well as supporting more local communities all over the place that we have. So, um, yeah, users could look forward to uh, more products and especially a 
smoother, more eye-catching user experience. Awesome. Thank you so much for that announcement. Um, now we're going to give stage from someone else from the community that might um, want to join, ask any questions. Um, anyone wants to join? I see Luis. I see Control Alt Ape also from the Aurel Apes team. Akadera, Mr. Sir. Hi. Hey, Daniel. We have a bunch of regulars here. Um, Cube loves also. Um, Alexi from AM Solutions also running a validator. So a lot of members of the community. Thank you so much for joining today. Also Tricky, um, Wolfhoto. Yeah, if there aren't any questions, I think we're gonna be ending this space sooner. But as I mentioned before, um, the team is uh, gathered this week in East Denver. So if you happen to be at East Denver, uh, don't hesitate to reach out us through this account or in Discord or in Telegram. And uh, you can say hi to the team and, and ask any questions directly in person to, um, to the team members there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining this week's call. And uh, we see each other in two weeks. Bye, everyone. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the Evmos Community Call, recorded on Tuesday, February 28th, 2023. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plain canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck. Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush. Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers. Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse. But in the universe, I'm just writing some words. Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs. Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Another fixed game of try my luck Oh, lighten up, dog. It could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse When you're dead Or putting in new speakers It's a toss-up Driver or just tweakers Don't stress, yo I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake Off the cutting floor We take a little bit of poison And put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the blocks came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble
Voces.